Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell and today I am joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Oh, hi Pete, how are you? Hello, what's Hello, the Pete. voice? Oh, no, that's just my morning voice. We are recording this in the morning, therefore that I is that. correct. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm not bad, Pete. I'm not bad. I, I'm, good. Off, I'm off the back of a, a very large Harry Potter quiz and I will be letting you know how I did. Uh, in the outro, um, and what we've got tease. we've got some some lovely emails about Snacklash. So Hell I'm pleased yeah, that our, our new segment has has hit the ground running. Hell yeah! So yeah, stick around for the outro. We've got Datsun and a Harry Potter quiz, uh, and we've got yeah several emails about Snacklash. But first, we should talk about SmackDown, where there's been a huge title change on the brand. Here's the show. Let's talk about SmackDown, because in the main event of this week's episode, not the go-home show, next week's uh, episode is the go-home show for Backlash, the greatest show, um, we got the women's tag team title match between uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey, And this was set up last week, uh, and... It wasn't really mentioned that much on this show. I kind of forgot it was happening. Then they were like, here's the women's tag title match. I was like, oh, yeah, that is happening. Mm. Great. It was the main um, event. Yeah, in the main event as well. And, uh, yeah, I thought that this match was really fun. I thought it was fluid. There was barely a rest hold in sight. I thought there were some really inventive spots. And I especially really liked the finish of this match. Because uh, the match mm. was sort of back and forth throughout anyways. But uh, then it got towards the end and uh, Banks had just locked the bank statement onto Nikki Cross. But as she was getting into it, Bailey tagged herself in. So Bailey gets into the ring and Sasha Banks is like, what are you doing? I had the bank statement in. And Bailey's like, no, 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 I got this. But as she tries to capitalize on that and do her own bank statement, Cross counters has a little bit of a comeback before Banks then gets involved breaks up Nikki Cross and Bailey, drags Bailey to the corner, tags herself back in, and then does this really, really, really cool 
uh, way to get into the bank statement that I've never seen before from the apron, kind of flinging herself over the apron straight into like a roll up into the mm. bank statement on cross. It looked mwah, chef's kiss. It looked so good. Uh, but then cross even countered that bank statement and then banks countered the counter to roll her up to get the win. I was like, Oh my God, this is great. It was a really, really good finish. And then it was banks counterific. It was counterific. And Banks and Bailey celebrated really over the top celebrations of them just running around going like, we're the champs, we're the champs, we're great, la 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 la. Mm. Uh, but it still had those seeds of dissension in there with, you know, Bailey tagging herself in and Banks being like, the hell man, what are you doing? But then yeah. they still managed to pull out the win. And now we've got another wrinkle in this story of them being tag champs. I thought this was great. Yeah, I mean, this. I mean, they've clearly been watching the show because last week we were like, they're just doing the same thing every week. Where, but this, this was something not. I wouldn't say completely different, but it was something new. And there were definitely like more. Just, just it, it actually continued the story. So now they're they're tag champions. So they've got this whole kind of like we're best friends. There's a bit of dissension, but also we've got these tag belts. So there's there's just more at stake for when one of them does eventually turn the other. And yeah, like you said, it was a it was a really nice match. And it's amazing what happens when you give your women wrestlers. I mean, it, it was only 10 minutes, but 10 minutes is still five times longer than most of the matches they give their women. Um, and actually, I'll talk about it later, but there was another women's match on this car uh, on this show, which I really liked as well. Um because it got a bit more time. Because if you give mm -hmm. anyone, doesn't matter who it is, if you give someone a minute and a half, they can't do anything in it. Um, because uh, like at least 20 seconds of that is going to be the finish. So, but yeah, it was, it was a really good match. And I really appreciate that they are doing something new to this. I, it's obviously, it's, it's a shame for Cross and Bliss, but I was... I, I, I don't really care for that act very much anymore because all it is is kind of a way to keep a moment of bliss going. And clearly, like with uh, Asuka, Vince appears to enjoy Nikki Cross just blurting out in the most Scottish accent possible. Not that she doesn't have a very Scottish accent, as we've seen uh, when she tried to say support WrestleTalk, whatever it was. Um, <laughs> give us but, a subscribe. Yeah. Give, give us a subscribe. Yeah, um, that one. But uh, yeah, it's just a really nice way to finish the show. And I, and I knew the match was happening, but I, just, I didn't expect it to be the main event. But it, it makes sense that it was the main event mm, now, totally. because especially because like the rest of the show was... It was it was it was a good show, uh, but it, it was relatively uneventful um, in in most parts. So no, it was a really nice way to to end the show. It gave it gave the belts actually some prestige, which is something they haven't had for months. So yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I thought it was great. The match itself was really good. Like the caliber of wrestling in the match mm. was really good. Uh, like I said, there was barely a rest hold anywhere. It's crazy. It's it's not even necessarily just about the time. But if you say, have 10 minutes and don't do a rest hold, it's going to be a really bloody good match. Because guess what? If they're not doing rest holds, they're doing spots. And spots <laughs> are great. And they tell stories and they get you invested in the wrestling. It's really not that hard to, to figure out. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. And like you said, it's just another layer on the story. It's pretty much exactly as you said. Like We were complaining they weren't doing anything new. And now they've done something new. So mm. It's still the same story that's being spun, but at least now it's got another layer onto it. Hi, Vince. I... Uh, what you should do next week is uh, bring back Deuce and Domino. There you go. Expect that one next week. That's definitely 
gonna happen um yeah and like you said it was a really good way to end the show i i was pleasantly surprised when that was the main event because when the match finished i was like oh cool that was a really good match yeah. i was like oh the copyright logo's up that was the main event awesome mm. <laughs> it's like it just it just made it that much better i think and it really puts over this whole women's division of bailey being the champ her and banks now holding the tag titles together as kind of this dominant unit that they are mm. but also there's you know there's still that that tension between them so it's i think it's a, it's now turning into a really really good story and i'm i'm invested again in banks and bailey and that because i wasn't for a little bit because they were just spinning the same plate um but yeah i thought it was great and you know props to to alex bliss and nikki cross as well they were good tag champs and they put on one heck of a match to yes. uh, put over banks and bailey in this one which was great One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
we now need to say thank you to some very special people. And those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. If you haven't gone over to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, you should. There's loads of extra bonus content and all sorts of great stuff. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, which gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to the wedding crasher, Brandon Vaughn. Woo! Oh, yeah. The Snapdragon King, Ryo Udonte. Woo! Thank you very much. The Jester, Ryan Kester. Woo! Oh, wonderful. Joe, 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 Joe. Yes, oh, thank you. The Incredible, Tarzo. Mm. Yes, thank you. Spoken class today, Jeremy Smith. Woo! Thank you. It's probably my favourite name. Ross Pooper Scooper Cooper. Ah, oh, amazing. Well Thank done, you. Ross. The uh uh blah, blah, huh. The machine gun, Gregory Anderson. Woo, yes, thank you. The redneck, Dennis Hicks. Woo! Thank you. Golden Nick Holden. Woo! Thank you. Never wrong, Tyler Wright. Oh, wonderful. And finally, leader of the boys, Dalton Sizemore. Woo! Thank you very much, all of our pledge hammers. Elsewhere on the show, uh, it started off with uh, Jeff Hardy. Uh, there was a recap of the Jeff Hardy angle from last week where he did a hit and run and then was absolved to doing a hit and run because he wasn't drunk, which makes total sense. Um, he came out and, you know, described things from his perspective, saying he pulled up at the at the show and as he was getting out of his car, he got attacked by something. It was like an anvil hit him in the back of the head. Mm. Uh, and, you know, the next thing he knew, he was in a bush and he stank of alcohol and people were asking him questions and he doesn't know he didn't know what was going on was he in a wily e. coyote cartoon being hit by an anvil ending up in a bush <laughs> uh, surely it would have made more sense to say you know i was being hit by like a mallet or he should yeah like he that. should have come out come out with like a big lump on his head that was just like <laughs> slowly growing with stars going around his eyes exactly yeah yeah um but yeah he was saying that you know he passed all the sobriety tests and came all back all of them all of them, all the Are you drunk? Tests. No, all right. Well, you know, that's clear cut. Why would he lie? Um, and, uh, you know, they gave him the lift back to SmackDown, which was nice. Um, but then <laughs> they had, uh, he said that there were eyewitnesses that uh, said that the attacker that attacked Hardy um, had a red hair and a red beard. So, Do you know what? I generally er- Eric forgot. Rowan returned. I was going to say, I generally forgot about Seamus. I went, no, they're not doing this again, are they? <laughs> and then, you know, it was actually his stunt double. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, that, yeah. and, then, and then I went, oh, no, wait, that, that is, that's Seamus, isn't it? That's Seamus. Um, it, it is Seamus, unless it isn't. Because Seamus she- came out immediately afterwards saying, like, why don't you just admit what you did? He wasn't hmm. saying, oh, you got me, it was me. It was him just saying, like, I didn't do it. Why don't you just tell people that you did it? And he was saying, don't worry about disappointing your family. They're used to it. Ooh. I was like, oh, that's a bit of a harsh line, He's, but that's yeah. kind of cool. He said, yeah, he said, you're not a man. You're just a junkie. Mm. Um, so it was... It was it was equally as distasteful as last week, but in a better way, weirdly. Yes, I agree. Yes. So like I, it was still it was still very close 
uh, it was it was still very on the nose, but but in a kind of like the the the, the lack of car this week helped because it's like okay, cool. So they're just gonna that's in the past, and now they're just gonna sort of use words rather than like really quite sort of uh, visceral action. Um, yeah. So yeah, that, no, that... and like, but like, it, if if there's been lots of uh if there's been like if there's been lots of eyewitnesses saying it was a man with red hair and a red beard and then Seamus keeps attacking Jeff Hardy why hasn't Seamus been at least questioned <laughs> on suspicion of possibly causing this incident I mean or did did it, he it just go crime. well I haven't had any alcohol they're like oh man well it can't have been him can't have been him person who did it must have been drunk because you yeah. can only be drunk when you do hit and runs yes um, and if you do a do a hit and run just to remind you yeah, sorry if you do crime. do a hit and run oh no we're just going to keep talking over each other you go if we if you do do a hit and run make sure you drink some alcohol afterwards because otherwise it because it's illegal not to be drunk when you do a hit and run that's true yeah exactly Top tip. um but uh yeah so Seamus was saying I didn't do it fella and then Jeff Hardy ran out to try and assault him and Seamus just bro kicked him yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> and then throwing him into the plex plexiglass like plexiglass. screens, yeah. which one of them broke. And yeah. you could see that you could see the set designers going, oh crap. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. Um which it sets up their match at Backlash, the greatest show. Um, which I I, I mean it has some stakes now, it has some kind of personal rivalry going into it, so that's good. I think they've done a mm -hmm. good job with this story. Wasn't a huge fan of it last week. I thought this week, because like you said, it wasn't so visceral. You didn't have the imagery of Jeff Hardy acting drunk and being taken away in cuffs. Like that wasn't mm. so overt. It was it was easier to yeah. digest this week. But speaking of digesting and steaks, Otis was up next uh, against Baron Corbin. So Otis was that backstage. Was Thank you. Otis was backstage. Um and he, for some reason, Baron Corbin's throne was just sitting there and it had a crown on it. Um, so Otis was just like, oh, yeah, and then took the took the crown and walked off. And then Baron Corbin was very upset by this. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, who took my crown? And mm. then he went out to go challenge Otis. This whole match was pointless. It was completely uh, pointless. Yeah. Because Otis and Baron Corbin had this match. It was fine. I thought Otis looked pretty good sometimes, actually getting some offense in. He did some cool like throws onto Baron Corbin, which is like impressive because Baron Cor Corbin's pretty big. Put over Otis as like... He's, he's nearly six happy. for eight. I know, yeah, nearly. Um, and he, he kind of put, put in over kind of how strong Otis is rather than just being big comedy goof man. It was nice to see him be like, no, I can actually wrestle as well. But then Corbin went outside, tried to get his crown, and then just hit Otis with a chair, which Otis basically no-sold. Yeah. Um, and then, so it's a DQ thrown out, and then they got back in the ring, and then Otis hit him with a caterpillar. And like, so yeah. what was the point of this? This isn't a story that's being continued. This is just a match that happened, and no one won. Yeah, it, Corbin you... stood tall with the chair, and then Otis stood tall with the caterpillar, so nobody wins. If you want, If you want Otis to win a match... Don't do it against Baron Corbin, or be, just have him beat Corbin. Yeah, or yeah, or just just have him win clean. Because like, I I do feel like the Corbin reign of terror is 
kind of slowly losing its charm backstage because he isn't he isn't being used as he was this time last year um which obviously i mean it's bad for him but i mean for my personal enjoyment is is a good thing um but yeah it just it was just like right okay so that was fine yeah uh, you and could have was, just like, like added one you could have just added one minute to like another three matches on the card and that you wouldn't need to have had this segment yeah exactly it was really it was really short really kind of dumb i didn't i didn't get it I, nothing was built nothing got further no one got over it was just there sure you you were reminded that otis was mr money in the bank i guess mm. um but then after that uh we had the uh, storyline, the show-long storyline, I should say, of Miz and Morrison trying to make Braun Strowman angry. Mm. So the reason for this is they were saying, which I, I liked their reasoning behind it, saying that we can make Braun Strowman mad because when he's mad, he makes way more mistakes, which means that yes. at Backlash, we're way more likely going to win because Braun Strowman's going to be not thinking about what he's doing. He's going to be all angry and brr, which kind of, we've kind of seen that in the past. That's yeah. not completely unfounded, which and was solid yeah. reasoning. It was, it was a good idea, mm -hmm. but instead of being like mastermind, like sort of pranksters, what they did was they were Barton Millhouse from the Angry Dad episode of The Simpsons, mm -hmm. uh, where Homer uh, confesses that his 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 veins are full of rager hole, mm -hmm. uh, which is one of the the best quotes from the entire whatever <laughs> four hundred twelve million series they've got now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and and Braun completely just looked like a goof for most of it because all that happened was they would do a prank for example there you go so the the first prank uh was that they i imagine they spiked his drink with something that that made it fizz up so i imagine it was some kind of vinegar bicarb solution thing that made it all puff up but braun because his one emotion is just stood there, went, and they went, and they sort of walked off. And <laughs> I won't, don't take, don't just take my word for it. No, because now it's time for the SmackDown highlight of the week, everyone, as we get Braun Strowman's reaction to his protein shake being slightly messed with. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Like that's all. That's this one emotion. That's that's the only emotion he is able to convey on oh, this. Oh, it's great because because I get it. Like he's just a big guy, and therefore big guy. he just yeah he's just a real big guy anyway. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I and then, but then it just got more goofy and more goofy. And then it And ended. then suddenly it wasn't goofy. It suddenly it was wasn't so goofy. Weird. And then it was And then it got goofy again. Yeah, it went it, like yeah. you can like okay. If you haven't seen the show, Miz and Morrison are sitting in a van for the entirety of the show. 
What do you think happens to that van? Because Braun Strowman's <laughs> involved, everyone. Well, Have let, a guess. Let's, let's go through what happened for the rest of the show first, because mm-hmm. they, they mess with his protein shake, and during the whole time, they're watching Braun on security cameras and stuff that they've got set Just up in their like, van, and they're being proper kiddie about it, being like, oh, we got him. Uh, get these hands, more like wash these hands, etc. Mm. Uh, being very happy about it and happy with themselves. Later on, Braun's getting interviewed by Kayla Braxton, and they're in the van going, oh, now it's time, and they press a controller, and then suddenly green slime falls from the Aww. ceiling. But they miscalculated it. They put it onto Kayla instead of Braun, so Kayla gets completely dunked in it. Some of it splashes onto Braun anyway, Aww. and then they're like, oh my god, I said put it on the left, and Morrison was like, I did put it on the left, and then he didn't, etc. Whatever. Braun gets slightly annoyed at that one. Kayla calls them bastards. She does say bastards, great. doesn't she? Yeah, great. no, she uh, she looks like she's gone like 12 rounds with the Hulk. Um, <laughs> but she's just, yeah, she's covered in his, in his green slime. And it was, yeah, it was like, it was, it was fun to see Kayla have a bit of a, a personality. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, Kayla's calling people bastards now. Yeah. It's going to be Kayla and Braun against uh, Miz and Morrison next week, I hope. Absolutely, Um, yeah. That'd be great. Because it wouldn't have to do much. You'd have to do the the Nicholas thing where Kayla just stands in the Mm -hmm. ring kind of going, and then she just tags Braun in and just kills them. Yeah, Um, perfect. But yeah, so that was really goofy because then they go, oh man, we miscalculated. Because you you said left. And I was like, but that wasn't left. I was like, no, not your left. And it's like, (laughs) oh. Yeah, very yeah. goofy. But then, but then, but then, okay, so we've got a protein shake that bubbled mm. over. Oh, no, it got his hands oh, in. They've it. got green slime. Oh, it's made oh. Braun's beard a bit green because it splashed onto it. Oh, that's unfortunate. Let's go smash up Braun's car. Yeah. What? That's actual property damage. And mm. they come in with a golf club and a baseball bat and just smash Braun's car, like his windshield. Uh, which, like... That's that's taken. That's gone from one to a hundred real fast. Like, Have you noticed that it's only baby faces who get arrested? The the heels can just get away with it. That in, in the police mm. station that they're going. Oh well, he is a heel, mm. so that that is his that that is in his character. So it's it's not anything different from usual. But yeah, Miz goes. Well, luckily I've been practicing my golf game, and then just smashes the window with a golf club because uh, mm-hmm. there's a fly on it, uh, yeah. and then. Yeah, and then John Morrison just has a baseball bat and just yep. smashes the rest of it, and they just walk off laughing. I they, guess. they were being proper pricks about it as well, which I thought yep. was quite funny. Them just being like, like Miz pretending to throw a ball to Morrison and him doing like a really wild swing to hit it, but of course just hitting the windshield. I thought was mm. quite like a good kind of goofy funny, whereas the rest of the show was a bit not goofy funny. Uh, and then later on, Braun finds them in the van. And of course, he tips over the van, which, you know what? I've missed this Braun because mm. we've just got big monster Braun who goes and runs around the ring and doesn't do much else. We haven't got Braun that tips stuff over in ages. And that's really yes. what got him over. So there was a part of me that's just going, oh, this yeah. Braun so, again, this is nice. As much as I enjoy van tips and things like that they could have put a bit more effort into it because the wire that was used to pull over the van was so visible Mm. that it was like they didn't even attempt to make it not visible it was just this giant wire attached to the axle underneath the car and it was just like 
We can see that you, you've had to, <laughs> you've had two weeks to edit this out, mm. and like apparently, and like this is a like different thing. But there's been a couple of as we call them wardrobe malfunctions in the in the past couple of weeks during during a couple of matches. I, I won't specify to people in Google, but yeah. like, and they've kept them in the show. Like, is no one watching these things back yeah. to edit them out? Like. And the wire was, it wasn't even like they, it wasn't even like they put some tape over it to hide it. It was just there. <laughs> it was like, it was just even uh, so. It was so lazy. Anyway, but yes, I that, liked that. That aside, I enjoyed Braun flipping a thing because it's Braun flipping a thing and that's what got him over in the first place. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he said they, they're dead men and he's going to see him at Backlash, the greatest show, which. Yes. You know, it's it's something. Their story so far has been non-existent, so it's something. They're trying to make Braun angry. Braun is being like, you can't make me angry, but in the process is getting angry, so perhaps that will play into the match somehow. I'm still into the story. I think it did okay. Could have been a little less childish mm. for the first two especially, but it was it was okay for what it was. Yeah. Um, speaking of childish, uh, we then get an interview backstage with Shorty G. Uh, this was a, a massive return on this show. A, just a huge return in this next segment because Shorty G was getting interviewed uh, and then the return of short jokes of Shorty G being on the yeah. receiving end of short jokes because Mojo Rawley came in and was just like, oh, let's talk about my pal Gronk. And I was like, he's gone from WWE. Let's not. And then he said he got robbed of the 24-7 title and now your interview time has been cut short. Uh -huh -huh. It's funny because you're short. Those are the actual words he said. Yeah. It's funny because you're short. I hate this with hey, all my soul. Why is it that you get so offended by these segments? I don't get offended by these segments. I get offended by bad TV. Mm. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's He's just really bad short. storytelling. It's really bad storytelling because Shorty G has not had a feud that hasn't revolved around him being short. And also he wins every single one of these feuds as well. So, like, if you were a heel and if you weren't an idiot, you would think, okay, I should probably must not make fun of him being short because he keeps beating up everyone who tells him he's short. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's just like, oh, we need a heel for this segment. Oh, Mojo, you haven't called him short yet in your pop. Yeah. Uh, oh, and also, here's your one-week push because Gronk. Um, yeah. And then That's the weird. match later was two minutes and it ended in a roll-up or something. It wasn't quite two minutes. I actually quite enjoyed the match. But yeah, Cesaro and Nakamura were behind Shorty G in the interview. Cesaro just decks Gable and takes him straight down on the floor. New Day come in to break it up. So it's set for a six-man tag later in the night of New Day and Gable versus uh, Cesaro, Nakamura, and Mojo Rawley, mm. which we'll get to later. But we had another match next, which was Lacey Evans versus Sonya Deville in a rematch from last week because uh, there wasn't a decisive winner. Uh, and there still really wasn't a decisive winner in this one, despite there being a decisive winner. Uh, so it started off really well. Sonia Deville attacking Lacey Evans before the bell, which looked really cool because she came out of absolutely nowhere, which was great. Um, and the match itself I thought was really good. Like I said last week, I think these two have really good chemistry mm. and they put on a really good match. They got some time and they were able to uh, put on a, a, a really fun match. Uh, Sonya Deville looked to be in control, possibly going in for, you know, her finisher and stuff before Mandy Rose came up on the Titan Tron and called her out, distracted Sonya. Sonya turns around into a woman's right and Lacey gets the pin. So Lacey does get the win, 
but it's not super clean because there was the distraction. So, yeah. So, I, which are, okay. So, the bit, parts of the match I really like were je- the action in general, and I love Sonya's intensity mm-hmm. and just her moveset, which is just blossomed since she's been a single star like she's just he's got these really like harsh looking moves that I com- look, look, are completely safe but they look like they are they they look really painful um there was a point in the match where the referee was just replaced and it and it yeah. and it played and it played into nothing yeah it was very strange it was just the, he just hit his leg and he was like oh back off back off uh can you get someone else get some help get some help and then no one came out so he was like oh crap that's my one line uh ah, oh, my leg again oh get some help get some help uh and then he gets replaced by jessica carr mm-hmm. who is then just the referee yeah i thought <laughs> that the point of that would be that someone was going to attack the ref and they wanted it to be a lady ref for you know the lady match. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something to do with yeah, that, or, but it just like, didn't happen. The only thing that happened was that Sonya used it to like take down uh, Lacey. But that was but that was it during was just, an ad break. But it was just a normal takedown as well. And like it, was, it, was, it wasn't like she did, so did it with a weapon. It. Yeah, it was really strange. Uh, but yeah, so there was the ref was replaced for no reason. So strange. And then it carried on. Um, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, then Mandy Rose comes on, clearly taking tips on tanning from the president because she mm-hmm. was luminous. Tangoed. She really was ridiculously orange. But anyway, I won't go on about that because I say that every week. Uh, yep. But yeah, Evan's got the the women the women's right for the win. I don't like if Sonya's going to lose, it should be like with a distraction because I don't want her to win. I don't want her to lose clean, clean. Um, because she's still my probably my favorite women's star at the moment in in WWE. Um, yeah, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go for it. Uh, but after that, all we had was uh, a recap of Matt Riddle, and the entire promo was bro, 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 bro. 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 Uh, then after that, we got uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles talking about their Intercontinental Championship match, which is next week. Reports are from, because it's a pre-tape match, that that match is really, really good. Can't wait for that, because apparently the crowd, the, you know, the, the hired crowd, as it were, the WWE audience, were getting a bit sluggish. And apparently that match legitimately fired them up. They were like, oh, mm. my God, this is great. So I'm hoping... That it's a really good match next week. Yeah, Fingers but I mean, you, like the, the crowd is full of developmental stars, so mm-hmm. you can imagine it. Even for them, it's like pretty cool to see like pe- two people like Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles going at it. Like mm-hmm. that's something you don't get to see a lot, uh, yeah. even even when you work kind of in in the biz. Uh, so yeah, it must have been cool to watch. Um, but yeah, um, Renee Young is there, so it's obvious already the best segment on the show. Um, Brian calls AJ a coward and says that we have very different visions of what a champion is. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "Oh, I, if I was champion, I would want to defend every week. Uh, I would win a fighting champion. I would want to help, like, put other guys over because um, there might be someone who eventually beats me, and they could they could become like a hero for their fans." Um, and this quite clearly sort of riles AJ up and is like, oh, do you know what? All right, 
do you know what? I'll have a match tonight and I'm going to have it against your mentor. I don't know how he's your mentor, but I'm going to have a match against him. I'm going to face Drew Gulak, recently re-signed Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, they they have a match. Now, as soon as that was announced, I was like, ooh. Yeah, literally. As yeah. soon as AJ was just like, yeah, well, I'm going to give an opportunity to your mentor. I was like, oh, I'll be getting mm-hmm. Styles versus Gulak. Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed the promo segment between these two because they're both right. Because mm. Brian is saying like, you know, I'm going to be a fighting champion. I'm going to put over all these guys. Like, I, you know, I want to fight my way to it. And AJ's just like, hey, man, but I'm just smart. I just got yeah. to the final because that's a smart thing to do. I have more chance of winning if I don't fight to get there. I'm yeah. just smart about it. And he's right. He's he's just right. It, yeah. I yeah. Thought it was but then really he contradicts himself by getting too cocky in the match. And, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, the the whole time he was just kind of taunting Brian after every like big movie hit, he'd look at Brian on the outside and just kind of make eye contact the whole time. But it was that cockiness that cost him because as he was going, he was setting up for the Styles Clash. He turned Gulak round so he could face Brian as he was doing the Styles Clash. But then Gulak countered that, got in a roll up. The roll up, by the way, looked so clean. Like yeah. I, I'm not normally one to point out how great roll ups look, but this one was really good because he like flipped over him and then held his arms down as he held the bridge so like in in like kayfabe it made sense for him to win off that roll up because he was literally pinning his hands to the ground mm. so he like couldn't get his shoulders up it looked it just looked really good okay yeah and I mean, yeah gulak got the roll up it was great it's such a slick wrestler anyway yeah. it's just, so yeah. it's not a it's not a surprise that he's kind of can can make even something like that just look better than anyone else mm-hmm. uh, but yeah that was really good uh i guess the next thing we had uh because we had this window smash uh, then we had the mm-hmm. six-man tag yeah so we had yeah new day and shorty g versus zara nakamura and mojo which had a really hot start was uh gable just runs at cesaro and tries to do like that cannibal kick thing that he does where mm. he does a front roll and kicks and cesaro just catches him just both legs just like nope no you don't i, th- I thought just straight away i was like oh i'm so into this match already um and i thought there was some really fun offense in this as well like mojo rawley pouncing kofi kingston and kofi literally flying to mars off of it i thought was brilliant completely turned himself inside out and just smashed his head off the apron while he did it i was like oh this is what a great spot it was it was Mm. awesome there was so much like fun uh offense in that the commentators were really putting over mojo rawley's like this future star he's got all the potential in the world to be a future champion etc uh the shorty g hot tag was really fun the offense that he did for that was great and uh, yeah, there was loads of really kind of inventive spots in the short amount of time that they had. I think it was only, you know, like five, six minutes. But the amount of offense they got in those five, six minutes was massive. Uh, and it ended with New Day k- picking up the pinfall onto Mojo Rawley as Gable on the outside was holding Nakamura and Cesaro as they tried to get into the ring to break it up. So kind of still mm-hmm. furthering that feud at the same time as well. Thumbs up all round. I thought it was great. Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah, it could have just done like you could have taken the four, three or four minutes from the Otis match and shoved them onto this one, and you could have made a, like a really good match. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think I think that's 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 it. That's the show. Yeah, and we had the, the main that, event. It was it was just the main event after that. Yeah. Uh, overall, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good show. Um, Shorty G getting a bit of a push is nice. Hopefully, his feuds just stop revolving around him around quite short, him being though. short. That would be great. Uh, Miz and Morrison stuff was hit and miss. The but I'm I'm more invested in the Seamus Hardy feud for Backlash now as well. I really like the women's title stuff. 
pretty much all of the matches on this card, bar Otis and Corbin, I thought were really good. They had some really fun inventive spots. The promo segments were hit and miss, but I think the actual wrestling on the show was really good. I'd have given this a low four out of five. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. High three, high three and a half, uh, or a low four. So that's and first things first, let's talk about this Harry Potter quiz that uh, yeah. you partook in because we, we actually had an email of uh, someone emailing in about Quizlemania saying like, oh, hey, guys, there's this quiz that I do. They do uh, a YouTube channel. Uh, is it uh, Super Carlin Brothers? Is that what yeah. they're called? And uh, uh, I've seen a few videos from them every now and then. They seem like cool people. Uh, yeah. And he was saying that, oh, they do this Harry Potter quiz every week. Maybe you could do something like that of mania at some point so we were looking into it and i just happened to mention in you know the the discord for work i was like oh hey guys yeah this there's this software that these people use it off the channel they do a harry potter quiz and datson was like harry potter quiz uh and then you entered it it seems i did so they uh, so yeah so they do two every week um mm-hmm. and the idea is that they like live stream kahoot uh, on their channel and then you play along at home right. um the issue is well, the issue is Kahoot, which is an app which can, which has a, is a history of glitching, going wrong, things like that. So, in the first uh, of the two quizzes, the like the fourth or fifth question came up, and it said like, "Who was the first Weasley that Harry ever heard speak?" And the answer is Mrs. Weasley, Molly. Molly Weasley. Yeah. yeah. So I clicked that, and then it went wrong. And then you, there was just a flood of messages in the super chat going, "What the hell?" I, <laughs> um, and then just throughout that quiz, throughout the first quiz, just things kept telling me I was wrong. Uh, and so, like the, the eventual scoreboard was like completely messed up, uh, and they kept yeah. they kept apologizing. Um, but then the second one, so basically they give out the pin to the second quiz about five questions from the end. So I basically right. thought, you know what? There's no point in me staying in the first quiz because. Everything's just been screwed up. So I jumped out of that so I could join the second quiz. Uh, and I came uh, fourth uh, wow. out of 2,000 people. Um, I would have come second. Uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was fourth by 12 points. And when I say 12 points, each question is worth 2,000 points, depending on how quickly you answer it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, But the, the, the annoying thing is, as you know, with our streams, Mm. is that they'll be reading the question, but because it's slightly delayed, on my app, I won't have any of the things. So I'm just going, come on! And obviously, some people will have the answers quicker than I do. Some people have it slower. And there were some of them where you could tell, I could see people, like they, this, it shows you how many people have answered. And there was like 400 people had answered before I even saw the answers. Yeah. So now and then it was getting really frustrating. I don't, I don't think I would have come first because I, I did get one wrong. Um, oh. I know it was so. Basically, the question was, "What I, is?" Let, let me let me see if I can get it. Okay, what wood is the firebolt made out of? I don't know. <laughs> see, I, see, I and almost everyone put mahogany, mm. and then I think everyone went, "Oh no, that's the Nimbus 2000 That's the Nimbus, yeah, because it's ash. And so like, oh. loads of people, because so no one got, no one in the whole quiz got uh, 25 out of 25, I don't think, because I think mm. most people tripped up on that. Or there was, an, there was, a, no, there was like Rita Skeeter's age, and I was like, oh. so there 42? were a couple. 43. 
Oh, um, so close. So there were a couple that I was like, Ugh. but yeah. So I, I won a T-shirt. Um, oh, very nice. And I'll be entering next week, going going for gold. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, basically, beforehand, all all that was happening was I was getting relentlessly mocked by my lovely girlfriend because I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> because I haven't done a Harry Potter quiz in so long, and like the amount I talk about it, and I was like, I worried, like, because I've been kind of bigging myself up to my friends. Oh, you know, I'm probably going to do quite well. I I know the books pretty well. I was so no- I couldn't eat. I genuinely, you know, you know, when you're nervous, and you get the fight or flight in your stomach, and you yeah. it just compl- it, it goes no no food, or you, it, you will throw it up. Um, I was sitting there for an hour beforehand, so it started at nine p.m. our time just like sweat i had a towel i had a podcast listeners can't see this but pete i had this towel to wipe my hands because i was sweating (laughs) so much and i didn't want to slip and press the wrong thing oh my god uh so yeah i want a t-shirt i'm now in the so they've got uh i i now follow them on i back them on patreon um so i'm in i'm in their discord and i've been having a lovely time talking to my fellow dorks Um, very good so I'm. That's, I'm, that's a I'm, wholesome outcome. That it is. Yeah, I've been, I've been having a chat with them all day about our our, our favourite bits or our least favourite like plot holes and things like that. Um, and they it's it's nice to talk to people who appreciate how annoying it is that like Ginny's character is butchered in the films and things like that. So yeah. that was great. Uh, I'll be so I'll be doing that again next week and hopefully hopefully I can I can bring it home. Yeah, that'd be great. So basically what you're saying is the SmackDown podcast are now just going to become you talking about your previous night's Harry Potter quiz from here yes, on out. But only if I do well. If I don't talk about it, you know I screwed up. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Um, but we should get to talking about Snacklash that we mm. introduced on last week's SmackDown podcast. Uh, if you weren't listening last week, <laughs> why not, idiot? Uh, but what we did was we introduced a segment talking about the like grossest food combinations that you have that you actually enjoy uh that you will stand by and say no this is tasty despite all signs pointing it to it being disgusting this is based off that's in mixing salt and vinegar crisps with milk mm. you weirdo so we've got the actually, first one here. i actually had that this morning <laughs> jesus christ Look. uh we've got one here from justin with the subject of the email is uh smacklash so already great oh. start um, but also, uh, oh, something I, I should say actually before we get into it too too deep is from here on out, when you're emailing in podcast stuff, you should email support at wrestletalk.com. You should not be emailing me or Andy or Ollie or anyone or Luke, just support at wrestletalk.com, please. We want to have all your podcast correspondence over to that email address, pretty please. Um, so the first one here from Justin says. I love to mix cake and ice cream together. Not sure if it's weird, but it tastes awesome. That's not weird. That is disgusting. I mean, honestly, is that Justin? Yeah, Justin. Yeah, just insane more like. I mean, Justin, you might as well mix cake with Marmite for all I care. I mean, ice cream, a sweet treat, and cake, a sweet treat. Are you saying that two sweet treats can go together? Justin, you're a freak. Never, never, never grace this podcast again. Absolutely mental. Uh, thanks for the email, Justin. Uh, <laughs> we've got got one here from uh, your paranoia. Apparently, my paranoia is emailed in. Uh, Finally, today, yeah. 
They say, this was totally out of the blue, but one time someone made me a grilled cheese sandwich and there happened to be a container of cinnamon sugar on the table. I decided to open the cinnamon and sprinkle a good amount on top of the grilled cheese and it was absolutely delicious. I highly recommend it. Much love now to you. Now that, that sounds great. There is pretty there good, is honestly. Anything with cinnamon, I am. I am a bit of a mm. a, a cinnamon stan. I'm a I'm a, <laughs> I'm a sin simp. Sin No, I was going to say a simp, but for for, for oh, cinnamon. Oh yeah, okay. Um, a simp Yeah, no? I can I can imagine Sorry. that being good. I don't know what it is. Mm. I'm like a, there's something cheese sweetness and well, like because like if you can kind of cut through the cheese. Because then it's just like a toasted cinnamon thing. Yeah, thing. Um, I mean, and like, cheese can be with sweet stuff, like cheese. Yeah, exactly, cake. like cheese and pears as well. Like it's a it's a very common combination. So do you know what? That's a good one. But yeah, so, but just just be careful. Okay. Just be careful. You don't put ice cream with cake because mm. you might get arrested. Okay. Uh, so what have we got here from one from Valerie? Who emails in? Oh, we've got a Dats and World problem and a Snack Clash Ooh. as well. So we'll do the Snack Clash first. Uh, okay. I Okay. This isn't the first time I've heard of this. Doesn't make it any better. Fries, the saltier the better, dipped in chocolate milkshake. See, I've, I've heard of them dipped in Nutella, so like chocolate spread. Mm. And uh, when I mentioned this new segment to my girlfriend, she said, "Oh, have you ever had a uh, McDonald's McDonald's fries and the McFlurry? Like people dipping them." Yeah. I was like, "No, I've never had that." She said, "Oh, so many people like apparently it's a really common thing that yeah. people do." And I can kind of get that. Like, obviously, sweet and salt work quite well together. It's like I mean, popcorn with chocolate and things like that. So I, I can see it working. I've never. Had, I, I don't think I'd do it with. Chocolate milk sounds like it would be a bit soggy. Maybe, yeah. Um, but like, but I, it's milk, I, I, Dancing. I, I, you love I, milk. I do like milk, and I do like salt. Good point. Yeah. 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 No. Do you know what? I've been uh, Valerie. I've been turned. <laughs> uh, for Valerie's quick Datsun world problem, uh, she was in to say uh, when I go through the drive-through and I order three meals, meaning three drinks. They then just hand me the drinks as they can clearly see I'm the only individual in the car. Then I have to ask for a cup holder. It's so annoying. Also, I'm not eating three meals by myself. That would be insane. It's for my husband, my kiddo, and myself. Okay, I was going to say, why are you ordering three? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes uh, yeah, that that's annoying. I, I've got a, I've got a very very brief one myself. I woke so I, I woke up yesterday uh, to buzzing, and I was like, huh? And I walked into my kitchen. And it turns out a fly got into my kitchen and laid millions of eggs because there were hundreds of flies in my kitchen. Oh. There are n but I have run out of raid. But I, I managed Shadow to get a yeah, I managed to get a bunch of them. Um, so currently, just before this, uh, I didn't have time, but I will be hoovering afterwards because just next to my window, I've got quite a big back window. Mm. There are just so many corpses. <laughs> Fly corpses, um, yeah. and I will need to go to back to the shop because there are still a few stragglers who. Uh, oh, I didn't manage to poison. I don't like poisoning flies. I don't like poisoning no. animals. But there's sometimes just like, what else can I do? Yeah, and there was too one. Many of them at that point. There was one that kept flying at my face last night during my quiz, and I slapped that cow. Cow. I almost called it something else. I almost yeah. slapped that idiot 
I, I, no, I did slap that idiot out the air with my towel. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I, I was so satisfied because it was during the first quiz, which kept screwing up, and I was getting unusually frustrated. Angry. Yes. Um, we'll do one more snack lash, mm. uh, and then we'll we'll end it off for today. Uh, we've got one here from uh, Abhiram Abby, uh, who says, uh, "Hey Pete, I would like to confirm that salt and vinegar chips crisps for British listeners." Along with Nutella, it tastes fan freaking tastic. I love eating these as a midnight snack. Another option is to have any chocolate-based cereal with hot milk and crisps. So what I'm saying is, Andy's got a point. The hot milk thrown me off. Like I get that it kind of <laughs> makes that kind of gets chocolate milk. I, kind of, I get that kind of yeah, it sort of makes hot chocolate or cocoa. Mm. Um, but but with crisps. The first the first one I get. Like sort of again, that's the same kind of thing. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna get a lot of these like salty chocolate mixes, and I do know people who do dip crisps into to chocolate. But my only issue here, and this is, I don't know what it's. There's something about my brain, but if I then opened the jar again and there were just bits of crisp in it, Mm. I'd be like, oh, I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat that now. Yeah, but there is something. Things that like when I like if you pour have you have you done that thing where you've poured a drink you've drunk most of it and then as you look at the bottom of the glass you notice that the glass wasn't quite clean. I genuinely feel ill for seven or eight weeks after that. <laughs> there, there is something so revolting about the the idea that there has been old crusty food at the bottom of your drink. And that probably bits have been coming out into your drink and drinking it. There, genuinely, it's got to the point where every single time I have a drink, I put my hand because I live on my own, so I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about germs and stuff. I put my hand into the glass and do like a sort of sweeping motion to make sure there's no just like bits stuck onto the glass because I'm so paranoid about that that I, I. It's the same thing. I don't know if it's the same thing, but like when I'm doing the washing up in the washing up and in the sink and then I'm scrubbing and then just something touches my hand. <laughs> then I'm like, man, I'm not sure I can continue doing this washing up. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to take a break for several years. Oh and then God. I can resume. It's just something. So it, it just really freaks me out. <laughs> How did we get from Snacklash into more Datsun world problems? I don't know, man. But How like, did we do that? I I, don't, I know that people will will appreciate like if you're washing up and then you just feel like a piece of like I don't know pasta that you didn't manage to get off into the bin just rub like caress your fingers and you just go oh. <laughs> it, it's like it'd be like it's like when Harry Potter puts his hand in the water to get Dumbledore some water uh, to get some Dumbledore mm-hmm. some water in the sixth one and then uh, he gets like grabbed by an in- inferior that's the kind of thing. I mean, I'm worried that the pastor's going to grab me, pull me into the sink. Yeah, that is totally going to happen. That would be... Oh, I'm trying to think of a pasta pun. Just make sure you, no. you wouldn't pass away. Anyway, let's end off the the uh, Wrestle Talk podcast here. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. We've got lots more Snack Clash emails that we'll get to uh, next week. 
Uh, thank you for emailing in, everyone. And remember to email in at support at wrestletalk.com, not to me or Luke or Andy or Ollie or anyone from here on out. Pretty please. Thank you. Uh, stay tuned. We've got Takeover in your house on Sunday. There's going to be a review of that on Monday. We're not doing live reactions for it, though, just the review on Monday. And then we're in the build to Backlash, the greatest show, uh, next weekend. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.